this is Writing in Real Life, a podcast about sleep deprivation, <laughs> depression, random anger. No, wait, I'm sorry. A podcast about writing, publishing, parenthood, and marriage. I am Barry Liga. With me is my co-host and my compadre in terror, Morgan Baden. Hi. Hi. We're back. We're back. This is really exciting because you know what? We didn't plan on doing this tonight, but literally this morning I was like, hey, we should do a podcast. And you were like, you know, I've been thinking that too. Let's do it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, we are back. Um, we last spoke to you uh, back in January. Was it January? Yes. Episode 81, back in January. Wow. Um, and uh, and we stopped doing them. We told people we were going to stop when you were no longer pregnant. Um, we lied. Are you still pregnant? Thank goodness. Thank Dolly Parton. Hallelujah. I am no longer pregnant and never will be pregnant again. There you go. There you go. Um, We actually stopped early because you were just so miserable that the idea of cramming you into my office. (laughs) Careful. That that was more a commentary on the clutter in my office than on than on your pregnant size, which I have since made you clean out, and it looks much nicer. This in is here. true. Yeah, uh, listen. The thing about pregnancy is, it's really I really like it until about month eight, and, and then, then I just want it done, and that's when it gets so much worse. Well, and then unfortunately, this child decided to be late. He did. So you were just you were just in a not good mood for most of January. I think one of my worst moments came when I was meeting with the midwife oh God, yeah. <laughs> in her office and uh, and she checked me and I had made zero progress in right. terms of dilation and I just fell apart in yeah. her office. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> because at this point you were like three days late already Yeah, and you know, we really thought this baby was coming early. I thought he was coming so early. Yeah, and he ended up being a week late. Um, once he did come, he came quickly. That. Very that, true. You know, in, in fact, I hope you don't mind if I tell no, the story. No, please. You had requested an epidural because you were in some mi- mild. Sane. You were in some mild discomfort, and you just can't couldn't couldn't woman up and take it. <laughs> and so you had requested an epidural. And in the time between you requesting the epidural and them going to get the doctor to administer the epidural, the baby basically shot out of you, basically at at superhuman velocity. I have to say, I can't my. <laughs> One of my favorite stories or moments, I should say, after the birth was when um, our, the last night in the hospital, after he was born, of course, uh, our hospital where we delivered does a very nice dinner for the for the new parents. Yes. And if you'd like, they'll take the baby away from you. Yeah. Not permanently. But um, uh, because, you know, it's a hospital that room shares because most hospitals room share now with the baby. Anyway, so they take the baby away and they feed you a delicious meal, which is very nice. And a candlelit meal. A candlelit meal. Yeah, yes. it's really sweet. But I remember just looking at you and being like, "Tell me my birth story again," because <laughs> I felt like a freaking superhero. Yeah, and you I just, were. I wanted, was, you, I wanted to hear you. It tell was me. pretty amazing. Yeah, and and I would go into detail here, but you know, this is a family. Podcast. This is a family podcast, so <laughs> uh, I'm not going to. By the way, uh, those of you listening on with uh, decent ear earbuds or or headphones may hear the clink of ice in a glass. Yeah. as we are talking, that's because yes, we're drinking. We're drinking margaritas. We are the parents of two small children <laughs> under the age of three. We're drinking like fiends. I'm just proud that we're drinking margaritas in proper margarita glasses. And not like out of our hands or something like that. I mean, I would do it out of... I don't even drink, but I'm drinking That's tonight. Speaks volumes right now. Exactly. What's going on. Um, no, but it is really nice to be back and it is hella nice to not be pregnant anymore. 
And yeah. it, it's nice for seri- you not to be pregnant. Yeah. Anymore. And in all seriousness, I'm totally not kidding. I'm one of those moms who doesn't particularly enjoy the first couple months of a baby's life because they're really hard. Yeah. Um, you know, physically and emotionally and blah blah blah. And I swear to you, my mantra every time I thought I was going to lose it or every time I was upset or sleep deprived or whatever was, at least I'm not pregnant anymore. At least I'm not pregnant anymore. And I would literally <laughs> I say remember. that over and over. I so, remember, yeah. Um, yeah. So those are my feelings. Yeah. And of course, the the other mantra became, since we have decided that uh, this will be our last child, mm-hmm. our other mantra every time something would happen, especially in those early days, became... This is the last time we ever have to deal with yeah. this. I liked because I, I feel like I kept saying to myself, "At least I'm not pregnant anymore," and you kept saying, "This is the last time." And right. truly, that was really helpful. Yeah, both of those things. <laughs> we sh- we should tell people uh, since since you know uh, you know w- when we started this show, folks. Honestly, we sort of thought that the audience was going to be our family and friends, and not even and barely <laughs> barely them. We thought they might politely listen to a couple of episodes. <laughs> And it's been really, uh, it's been great that we have somehow, we still don't know how, found an audience beyond our family and Uh friends. You know, um, I recently, at a book signing, a woman came up to me and said, I'm a big fan of your show, and I binge-listened to it, and blah, blah, blah. And that was really great. And I told her, we're coming back, we're coming back. Uh, And here we are. But, uh, so, so, you know. We understand not all of you are family and friends, so we should tell you. We had a boy. We did. We had and a boy. actually, he's his, three months old. His three, he's three months old at this point. You may call him Luke to go with Leia. <laughs> uh, Morgan is. doesn't even get that joke. Oh, of course I do. I'm not an alien. Unlike the X-Men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, someday we'll tell you that story, folks. Um, yeah, so anyway, and he is... An amazing baby. He is so goddamn chill. Truth be told, this like, kid is so, the only time this kid freaks out is when he's hungry, and he yeah. does, he goes from zero to a hundred fast when Very he's hungry. Quickly, yeah. Like he needs his food, but otherwise, but otherwise he's just like yo. But not only is he like yo, but like he lights up when he sees either of us or when he sees his big sister, and just giggles and giggles, and he truly is a pleasure. Yep. Yep. So. That's exciting. And those of you who are... I think we'll keep him. I think so, too. Those of you who are longtime listeners, um, those of you who uh, have binge listened and so heard the many, many, many episodes where we talked about sleep training Leia, will be happy to know that we sleep trained Luke. We think it took in one night. (laughs) But why would you say that? Now you I know, just, uh, I know. I've now I've ruined it. It's very new. It's very new. We just no. did this the other day. Will, but it was nothing like with her. But this is something we should talk about, which is the differences in raising your first child versus your second child. You know, but well, there's that, but all but the fact of the matter is that doesn't change the temperament of the kid. No, 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 of course not. You know, kids are some the thing is some kids are just good sleepers and some kids aren't, certainly. But there are things that any parent can do to facilitate good sleep. And we were doing that from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I remember you reading the book. Yeah. Um, by our sleep consultant Janet Crone Kennedy, we'll put a link in the show notes. Her book's called The Good Sleeper. The Good Sleeper, and, uh, and keep you... in mind, I had read it with our first daughter. Right, letter. right, but that was a couple of, <laughs> of years course, ago. Yeah, but yeah, I was sitting on the couch, basically, you know, nursing the new baby, reading and rereading this book over and over again to make right. sure that we were doing everything correctly. And you know, this time too. You know, we were doing it from scratch. Last time, yeah, it's yeah. like, by the time we got the book, by the time we started working on this stuff, we were already three or four months in. Yeah, and that's true. And this time, 
it was it was right from day one Mm -hmm. right from day one like this kid's on trying to keep him on an even keel yeah and and we we you know he was a much better sleeper early on yeah than than she was until and he was doing really well and then you got sick yeah and we we think he sort of had a reaction to that and he he just stopped sleeping, like yeah. just period, like, like literally. literally every hour he would be awake uh-huh. and need to be soothed. And to quote my mom, I don't believe in sleep consultants, but I think you should get a sleep consultant. Right, right. <laughs> he, you know, I mean, he literally, and it went on for, for like what, two weeks, it three was weeks, three, straight it three weeks? weeks. Okay. Three weeks where he, I, and this is not exaggeration or hyperbole, literally every hour yeah. would be awake and it was just not sustainable. I mean, I felt like a zombie and I was only waking up. I mean, I was waking up whenever he cried, but I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You were nursing him. Uh-huh. So you were up twice as often as I was, uh-huh. you know. And this was, by the way, towards the end of his second month. Right. And When he should be figuring out how to sleep. Right. Like when, you know, developmentally he should be right. reaching new milestones. Um, but then literally overnight... Yes, I think he something st- He clicked. started to get better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, But it was touch and go there. At one point I said that we needed to stop by the baby recycling plant um, when they opened because... <laughs> turn this one in. Turn this one in, man. Yeah. yeah, it was rough. But then he smiled at you and it just all kind and, of yeah, melts away, right? Yeah. Should we talk about the reception he got in the house from people other than us? Let's. Considering there's only one other person in the house. I mean, she runs the place. She does. <laughs> yeah, um... Leia had some issues when he first arrived. Yes. But there were extenuating circumstances. There, yes. She'd been sick a lot. Basically from Christmas through middle of February, mm-hmm. end of February. Not one continuous illness. And but not just, like a cough. Right. With like serious illnesses. Right. Like over and, and just like yeah. she would get better for a couple, literally a couple of days yeah. and then get sick again with something else. It, it's daycare disease. Yeah. It's what happens when kids are in daycare. And then she had an allergic reaction to an to antibiotic. A, to a medicine they gave her. Yeah. And then we had to deal with that. Which was crazy. So we were in urgent care like two weekends in a row. Mm-hmm. Plus so many pediatrician appointments that I think our pediatrician's buying a new car. <laughs> Um, and we were dealing with that and she just wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah. Um, and, and as a result, like the first month or so that he was here, yeah. you know, well, and you were holding him and I was holding her. Right. And yeah. It, that literally, well, there was but, no and not time. Only that, but she was, um, she's normally a, a happy, sweet, yeah. funny kid. And she was just miserable. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my, what happened to my sweet girl? Like yeah. this, uh, this will not stand. Yeah. So, um, but luckily but then worked out. she woke yeah. up one morning and she felt so much better and, and literally was just like, where is he? Yeah. And, and wanted to see him and touch him and play with him and kiss him and hug him. And my and favorite is, uh, she walked up to him and said, look, he has eyes and started poking him in poking his eye. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh my God. Oh, poor, she's a hoot. poor kid. I know so, the curse of the second child. <laughs> but well, yeah, I mean, it, it's adorable until you know the other day he was laying on on the floor. We were letting him lay, lay there and and play, and uh, she decided to hug him and she crawls over to him, and she had to stabilize herself, so she puts her hand on his chest <laughs> and to like to lean him. in towards him, and I'm like, no, don't crush <laughs> his chest. Um, yeah. So yes, that is that that is the the unintended side effect of of sibling yeah. love yeah. and uh, and adoration. Anyway, but she but she sweet. adores him. Mm-hmm. She absolutely adores him. And it's really nice um, seeing that relationship develop. Yeah, between siblings yeah. and and watching 
that you know it's a, that's a special bond and it's really yep. cool to see it start yeah there was an article in time many many years ago God, probably 15 years ago about how your relationship with your siblings has more of an impact on your development as a person than your relationship with your parents wow yeah Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I will see if I can dig up a reference to that. It might predate time being on the yeah, web. Yeah, right. Um, but I'll see if I can find it huh. and and, uh, and put it in the show notes. Okay. So that's the update from the personal side. Yes. Mostly. That I mean, is the update from the personal know. side uh, for the most part, other than the fact that, again, we are enjoying alcoholic beverages. <laughs> um, so let's talk books and writing and reading. Well. You're working on something. No, I. Oh come I, on! No, I don't want to go there. That's not a. That's not an update. That's a hi. I have an idea and I'm working on it. That's big, an update. Big whoop. Oh, but, but the last time we spoke to our fond listening audience, you weren't working on anything. No, I was working on gestating a human, which doesn't require your hands. Last time I checked, so there's no reason why you couldn't have been at the keyboard typing, other than maybe you couldn't reach the keyboard like Basically. it was pushed too far away uh-huh. from you. Anyway, yeah, so I, I am working on something new. It's exciting. Which is very exciting. But yeah. it's like, uh, I don't want to give our listeners the wrong impression. I'm not logging any significant words at this point. Right. Um, it all exists in a note on my phone. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but it's been a big year so far for you, Barry Liga. It's, it's been a little nuts. It's been, there's a lot going on, including some things that you can't announce yet. Yeah. But um, but I literally, almost literally, just got back from book Yeah, tour. let's talk about it. Um, bang was bang, released. Bang was released. To on, much, much, much critical acclaim, including four-starred reviews. Yes, just got the fourth the other day. Came uh, after a, publication. A wonderful review in the New York Times. A wonderful review in Entertainment Weekly. Did not see that one coming. I uh-huh. gotta, I gotta tell you, did not see the Entertainment Weekly one coming. I, I'd been given a heads up about the New York Times one yeah. about a week before it hit. Uh, the Entertainment Weekly one hit the on release day, so I was on tour. I was in Cincinnati, uh, where all tours begin, <laughs> and uh, I, I got up and I had to go to this school visit and. I finished the first school visit and my escorts drive me to the second one. And I look at my phone and there's an email from my publicist saying, great EW review. And I'm like, say what? Yeah. And I looked and I'm like, oh my God, Entertainment Weekly reviewed my book. Because you've been reviewed in the New York Times before, but yes. this was a first for EW. This was a first, yes. Very exciting. I've never been, never been really, I don't think I've ever been mentioned in EW other than with regards to Bang. They did the cover No, that's not true. Off. After the Red no. Rain. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I don't think of that as me being mentioned. That was Peter. I mean, well, you were yeah. mentioned. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. but I just don't yeah. think about. I Got don't it. think yeah. about it because, yeah. yeah. Um, but that is true. Yes, after the red rain was was mentioned. Yeah. So anyway, so let's talk about the tour. So uh, tour was interesting because obviously Barry went on on a pretty comprehensive tour to support the release of Bang. Uh, gone I meanwhile eight, went eight on my days. own tour. <laughs> I went on my own tour, taking yes. both kids to my parents. Which because was a smart thing to do. I am not a martyr, and I decided to go <laughs> yes, ahead and get yes. some help from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> if it could have worked out that I could have taken one of them with me, that oh, probably would have been the best possible you know, scenario. I was actually um, part of my tour. There was a, a slight break in my tour where I was at the New England SCBWI conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one of the keynote speakers there. And I ran into a husband and wife team uh, who had their kid with them. Um, They travel enough. Like, you know, she just goes with them places. She was a nine-year-old girl who was doing cartwheels and flips, like, up and down the aisle during the signing. Um, And that was cute. It made me think. I'm like, oh, someday, like, when I'm on tour, I'll bring my kid with me. Yeah. Um, So that'll be cool. 
well, I figure Leia will be old enough first, so she'll come <laughs> first. Um, so, yes, you went to your folks, which was a, a good move on your part, and you did a tour of uh, your favorite places around there. I did, you know what? That is very true. Yeah. I did my own preseason beach tour. Yes. Uh, hitting all my favorite spots. The weather was the not. Baby. The weather was not uh, cooperative, no, but still. But that's okay. It was still a lovely time. And yeah. shout out to my mom for being so amazing and helping. Um, my dad too, but my dad actually took a golf trip while I was there, so he wasn't there most of the time. <laughs> Every, the men just uh, left, right? Isn't that how it always is? Isn't that I know? Anyway, so that was me. But so let's talk about you. Um, quick, I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions here, and you have to answer without without thinking. Okay. Yeah, because because that's something I, I do. That, yeah, that happens all the time. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the coolest moment of your tour? Coolest moment of the tour, um, uh, probably getting that EW review. I mean, which has nothing okay. to do with the tour itself, yeah. but really, I mean, just in that moment, I was like, what? What? Yeah. I mean, it really, 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 really caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would probably say um, I was at a school in. Um, in, uh, just outside Washington, D.C., in mm-hmm. Bethesda, um, uh, T.C. Williams High School, which is the school from the movie Remember the Titans. I was there, and I, I gave my presentation, and the principal actually came and stayed. You got A lot of times, you, you never even meet the principal at these yeah. things. Um, but, uh, you know, this was a principal who really supported the event and, and, and the book. And he came, and afterwards, he came up and got a copy signed Cute. and told me he thought I was really cool and he was going to follow me on Twitter. Nice. And he is following me on Twitter. And it was just, I don't know, <laughs> that, that was just a really cool moment. You know, he didn't, he didn't even have to be there, but right. he was. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is a cool or unusual question that a student asked you that you've never been asked before? This tour was actually the tour where people had new questions. Nice. I don't know if like pamphlets were handed out or something, <laughs> but I got a lot of new questions. The one that sticks in my mind was a kid in... Um, outside Chicago, who said to me, so Lightning McQueen from the movie Cars, do you think he has health insurance or car insurance? That's funny. And I was just like, like, like I, 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 I yeah. said to him, you know, in that world, like if you, if you presume a world where cars are sentient, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Life, insu- life insurance, car insurance, health insurance, they're all the same thing. But nobody had ever asked me that before. It was a brand new question. Uh, Never uh, had that. Never had right. that. I did have... Um, um, a, uh, a girl at another school in, uh, outside Chicago asked me, and this stumped me for a long time, said to me, if you could make a sequel to any one movie, what would it be? Like a movie that doesn't Ooh. already have a sequel made to it. And I was like, like, I, I said, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that while I answer other questions. And I, <laughs> and I, I, it was, it's a really interesting and difficult question yeah. because most of the good movies that I like have sequels already. Yeah. Um, and and the bad movies, they usually have sequels too, but I don't care if they have sequels. And of course, my favorite movie in the world is White Hunter Black Heart, but I can't imagine a sequel to that. Uh-uh. Um, so yeah, that was a really, that was a tough question. Okay, last question. What was the best meal you had on tour and where was it? <sighs> I had, uh, since I was in Bethesda, Maryland, and I was within the geographic borders of the great state of Maryland. <laughs> I ordered uh, the crab cakes from room service, and they were pretty darn good. Oh, good. Yeah. Were they really good? They were. They okay. were. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I did that. But for the most part, when you're on tour, you uh, you eat uh, you know room service food, which is not that great. This particular hotel um, had two restaurants attached to it. 
one of which is a steakhouse of great repute. Okay. So when I ordered, I, I was pretty confident I was going to get a good meal that night. And sure enough, I did. Okay. Yeah. So what else? Talk, talk to us about how tour went. How how does it feel to have Bang out in the world? Um, it feels good. It you know it it it. We were talking before I left. We were both like, "Oh, it's here now," because we knew this was coming. We yeah. knew the book was going to come out someday. We knew I was going to go on tour someday. But it felt like it was very far in the future. Yeah. And I think that's probably because we were counting down to the baby coming. Right. And, and then, everything else just felt. And like... And then one. And everything else just felt like, yeah, that's after the baby. Yeah. Like you know, here there be Can't dragons. Even envision yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then once the baby came, we were in full full core lockdown baby mode. Uh-huh. And then. You know, suddenly you yeah. look up and it's April and it's, oh, I'm going on tour. I also think for me, um, every time I thought of your tour, I thought that's so far away because that's two weeks before I go back to work. Yeah. And so th- those are have always been intertwined in my head. Right. So suddenly, like the day before you were leaving, I was like, oh, my God, he's leaving. And that means I go back to work very, very soon. Yeah. And that is a whole other thing yeah. to discuss, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the tour went well. I mean, I there were you know some great kids at some great schools. There were some a couple of tragic cases at yeah. some of the schools. Um, you know, this was the first time I ever went on a book tour where, where my publicist felt it necessary to give me notes ahead of time about you know at this school in 2015 a student was suspended for bringing a gun to school and that sort of thing, um, just because of the subject matter in mm-hmm. in Bang. You know, she wanted me to have heads up on this stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Um, but, you know, for the most part, the kids were great. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, it, it's a tough book to talk about, but I, I did somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I enjoyed it. Um, and now it's over. And I'm glad it's over because, you know, I, I think the idea seems sort of glamorous. Um, especially, you know, if you've ever seen a movie with a writer going on book tour, it seems sort of glamorous. It's, it's very tiring. Yeah. It's very isolating. Um, you, 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 you don't see the world. You see a hotel room and then a school library right? <laughs> and then a bookstore uh-huh. and that, and then an airport and yeah. that's it. Um, and, uh, and you, you realize you're saying the same things over and over again to different audiences, mm-hmm. but you're still... You know, by by day three, you're like, I am really sick and tired of myself. I do not want to hear myself say this ever again. I I was really lucky in that I was lucky in a couple of respects. I was lucky in that I had that break at the SCBWI where it's not like I was sitting by the pool sipping Mai Tais, but it wasn't talking to kids about the book. It was Mm -hmm. talking to other writers and decompressing a little bit. Um, so there I was lucky and I was lucky that you were home taking care of the kids yeah. <laughs> and so that I didn't have to worry about the kids. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but I missed them horribly and I missed Uh-oh. you and, and, yeah, I mean, and I we, mean, we FaceTimed constantly. Barry would, I mean, you genuinely, I could see it. I could hear it. Like yeah. you genuinely miss them. Yeah. Obviously. But, um, yeah, like I really got that impression from you that yeah. there was a, there was a level of of isolation like you said yeah. and loneliness um when you're on tour like that yeah. so and, and, and it's, it's weird you know um especially when good news is coming in like the ew review yeah. like like 
you know, people reading the book for the first time and mm-hmm. liking it. And on tour, most of the time you're, you're bumping into people, you know, at bookstores who have read the book and like it and yeah. they tell you how much they like it. And it always feels good to have people say that, right. you know, I mean, you know, I'm human. Um, but then, yeah, at the end of the day, you go back to another anonymous hotel room yeah. and you know that you're waking up at five in the morning to catch a plane to uh-huh. the next place. And it's kind of like, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it it it, uh, it it wears on you. So um, I do want to tell the listeners to go to your Facebook page, and you can watch these really great little clips of each day of tour that you put yeah, together. Yeah, I got really lucky. Like literally, I think like two days before uh-huh. I left for tour, Apple released this app called Clips. I'll put a link in the show notes, which sort of helps you stitch together little videos and special effects and filters and stuff. It's so easy, and, and it's fun. just a fun thing to do. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. Every day, I'm going to shoot little blurts of video, and I'm going to put it up at the end of each day. And that actually ended up being one of the most stressful things about tour, <laughs> because it would be the end of the day, and I would be really tired, and I'd be like, okay, i got to quickly edit this together, which it's not difficult to do in clips. It's right, actually very yeah. easy, but you know, you got to do this quick, put this together, and then upload it. And I was on crappy hotel Wi-Fi, and like it would... <laughs> forever to upload like literally like a 60 second video yeah. it would take forever and i'm like i just want to go to sleep but i have to upload it to oh twitter my gosh. and then tumblr Ugh. and then facebook and like at one point it literally took an hour <gasps> to upload one minute of video oh my God. because it kept timing out so i had to keep trying yeah. it over and over and over and i'm sitting there going wow. why am i doing this right. it's midnight i should be asleep right. why am i doing this but i did it for you listeners <laughs> i did it for you so yeah if you go to uh, my Facebook page or look on my, my Twitter timeline or my Tumblr, you will see, uh, I think there's like five or six of them yeah, they're cute. Um, from, from the tour. And they, they, were, yeah. they were fun to do. So now the question is, what do you do after tour? You come home and... Uh, do laundry. Do laundry <laughs> and mow the lawn because mm-hmm. God did it need it because you were gone for eight days and I was gone for eight days and it rained the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, the lawn was, was jungle-like. Um, what else do you do? You, uh, you hug your kids, you hug your spouse, um, you eat a home cooked meal. Um, and you, 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 you try to get back to life. You, you try to turn off the part of your brain that is the traveling salesman yeah. and become the, the husband and father again. Um, and, uh, and then the other thing you do is you get to work on what's next. Exactly. I mean, that's. So that was my leading into the oh, question. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a reason for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what's what are you working on? Oh, well, I mean, I know there's something. Obviously, there's something very cool that you are yeah. still unable to announce, which, which is stupid. Because... Baffles me that I can't talk about yeah. it yet. Um, I've uh, let's see what I can say. So I've got a trilogy, a yeah. middle grade trilogy that begins in October. That believe it or not, I. Still can't tell you anything about it. Even though book one is done. Book one is done. Um, but I have not yet been given permission to announce this. Mm-hmm. And there are reasons for that that I'll explain when I do get permission to announce it. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be soon. It's got to be soon. Yeah. I mean, it just has Book's to be soon. Books out in October. It has to be soon. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, <laughs> um, and then, uh, but the, the crazy thing is that book two is due June 1st. We are recording this on uh, April 28th. And I've written 500 words of book two. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate to break it to you, but I think it's April 29th. Well, that's even worse. I know. That's so, why I hated to break yeah, it to you. It's going to be a sprint. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, 
it's it's appropriate that I'm going to write this book fast, mm. which people will understand when I announce <laughs> it. Um, but uh, but that's okay. I mean, I I actually when I was on tour did a lot of thinking about it. Yeah. And took a lot of a lot of notes. Okay. But I couldn't actually write. Like I couldn't. Yeah. Activate that part of my brain, but I took a lot of notes. So um, I feel like I'm even though. Again, staring down the barrel of of a four week sprint on this thing, um, I really do feel like I'm in good shape. Good. Strangely enough, um, so that's good. Um, so there's that, and then there's news on the book that will kill me. Um, yeah. pe- people who follow my blog, all three of you, um, have have seen me write about this before. The book that will kill me, something I've been working on for years and years and years, and is incredibly long and weird and complicated. Um, hopefully very soon I will have news on that. I think that may actually see the light of day. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. What are you reading? Uh, what am I reading? I'm currently reading The Hate You Give. They hate, like everybody else. Like everyone else on the planet. Literally, based on the sales, everybody else on the planet Uh must be reading that book. Um, but I do want to give a shout out. I just, I just started that, that book. Yeah. Um, you know, with, uh, with a baby, there's no time for reading. Yes. Unless it's the good sleeper. Unless it's a good sleeper. <laughs> um, but I and I remember this with our our daughter too that there's a moment, sometime in the middle of the second month, so like maybe sometime when the baby's around, I guess, eight to ten weeks, where you put the baby to bed and you say to yourself, "I'm not going to go to sleep right away. Like I need to be a normal a human adult for a little bit." And for me, that means reading in bed. Yeah. And so I was able to read um, a couple of books. One I actually read right before the baby came, and then this one I read um, during. And they were The X-Files. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Cami Garcia and... Jonathan Mayberry. Jonathan Mayberry, thank you. Each wrote uh, a, an X-Files book. One, obviously, from the perspective of Scully and one from Mulder when they were teenagers. So the year is 1979. And uh, they do a really good job of, you know, setting up what what made the characters who they ultimately become in the in the series. And they were super enjoyable that neither of them are um, the genre that I would normally read, because particularly Scully's book was very uh, like angels and demons and um and religion and cults and, and you know so anyway it, it's just not normally my cup of tea but because it was Scully of course of I was course totally you had into to read it, it yeah. uh, and did it with Mulder so so those were really enjoyable in a you know in a like my brain can't work too hard right now kind of way so yeah. Um, so yeah so that was fun cool how about you you read on tour I I did you know the only time I realized I had time to read was oh I'm waiting in airports mm-hmm. and I'm on planes I might as well read um, so I read uh, two books that are not out yet that will be coming out in September. And they were Slider by Pete Houtman and Genuine Fraud by E. Lockhart. And um, I'm actually going to write a blog post about them. Um, really? I'm going to review them on my blog, which is something I don't usually do, but I'm going to do that. So cool. when when I get to that, I will let people know on the show and put a link in yeah. um, when, when that happens. Cool. So, yeah. All right, well, I am running out of steam here. I am running out of steam, and I can and out see... Of drink. I was going to say, you're running out of alcohol, more importantly. <laughs> so that is a good time for us to end this show. Thank you all for listening. We are glad to be back. We're so excited to be back. We're, we're glad you waited for us, <laughs> and uh, we will be back again. Quick show note, we are probably going to be bi-weekly for a little while. Yeah. Uh, we may or may not do that permanently. We will see. Yeah. We have two kids now. Um, <laughs> But uh, we will be bi-weekly for at least the next little while. Yeah. And then we'll see after that. 
what, what is sustainable. So uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at WIRL Podcast. I promise we will start updating our Twitter account now. <laughs> <laughs> the social media part of the team. Uh, go to writinginreallife.com, leave us comments, leave us feedback, and remember, subscribe to us in iTunes and give us the all-important five-star rating. And, uh, you know, give, give me a five-star rating, too. Go, go to Amazon and give Bang a five-star <laughs> rating because, you know, I, I need that. So that's it. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.